today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Courtney here. And Jason. So we are going to start with with something Lindsey Graham said that I think a lot of people have been thinking privately, but Lindsey Graham is a public official and he is calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. that is a really dangerous thing to do. That is a really dangerous thing to do for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, here's what he said. What's happened is that Putin looks at Biden, he sized him up, he thinks he can get away with it, and he's going to keep going and going and going, and nobody in the West is going to stop him. How does this end? Somebody in Russia has to step up to the plate. Is there Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the <coughs> Russian military? The only way this sh- ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. And we have an issue with this, because, or some people do, because the idea of calling for the assassination of a foreign leader can spark other calls for assassinations of foreign leaders, and that well, is not where we want to be. Well, also... What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if yeah. we start doing that to them, they start doing that to us. Yeah. But also, you know, I mean, look, this has been condemned now by Democrats, by Republicans. And I think we have to, uh, you know, just uh, address the reality here is that saying it out loud is really dangerous. It destabilizes, you know, it, it, if it happened you know, who knows whether we would get worse. I mean, it would destabilize. Sure, we don't know what's yeah. So there's right. a lot that could happen. But look, the reality is this. I mean, we're not, I, we shouldn't just put our heads in the sand. You know people in America right. are thinking that privately, right? A thousand percent. I mean, I feel like everyone's thinking. I feel like everyone over the world is well, thinking. And it, But he didn't say it for like the U.S. to like go in and like kill him. He said someone in Russia. Someone needs to take him out. He didn't say troops from our like land should go in, troops from well, someone else. And, and, and honestly, you know, we have, as a country, we have tried to assassinate foreign leaders a number of times. The Bay of Pigs is a great example in Cuba. We actually, mm-hmm. in Chile, when they had a communist regime in the 1970s, tons and many, many examples we don't even know we about. We have a very sketchy history when yes. it comes to intruding on other countries, and the Bay of Pigs is, frankly, yeah. one of the best examples. Right. Uh, but so so I, I guess my, my take on this is, yeah, you shouldn't have said it out loud because you're a senator. You're a very well-known senator, maybe one of the 10 most powerful senators in the entire, in all of Congress. But it's at the end of the world. Right, I mean, he said it, and I... Because what's really different than, like, Saddam Hussein or, like, Osama bin Laden? Like, honest, like, what's, like, we, like, went in... we assassinated both of those Yeah, so, like, what's, like, the difference? Like, I don't... I mean, look, it's a point, and I think maybe the difference is is that you've got a war going on right now in the Mm -hmm. middle of a war. And look, I mean, again, people are thinking this, and who knows what we're planning on doing? I mean, he is a madman. Yes. Yeah, he and is. he has so much money. So I feel like this, are the sanctions really personally hurting Putin? I feel like it's hurting the country because well, he has so much money. Maybe not individually, but it's hurting the country a lot. Yeah, he, he's, but I don't think he really really cares about that. Well, I mean, like, he will eventually, right? Yeah. Eventually, the people will rise up, you know, demo- hopefully democratically if he allows for, for a vote. or Who he? Putin? Putin, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or just in terms of being forced out by the other oligarchs. That's really the effort they're making. It's you a know, country control by oligarchs. I, I want to get to Kanye in a second because what Gene Simmons said is just, I, I really want to play this for you guys. But um, I was thinking of this last night. You know what I think? I, I, this is just pure, obvious speculation. But I want to say it. 
I think, I think uh, COVID has completely upended Putin, made him paranoid. I started thinking about it. It's like, why is he doing these long table, you know, meetings yeah. with people and then his own cabinet meeting him on Zoom? I, you know, he's apparently had some health issues yep. mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem coincidental that he does not want to be around a human being. And, you know, this is coming out of COVID. I'm wondering if this guy became utterly paranoid during the pandemic. It's classic narcissism. It's yeah. classic. It's our narcissism taken to the level of, you know, a psychosis. It really is. It's just like he feels himself the center of the universe. And the entire invasion of Ukraine is to establish himself as the most powerful, influential man in the world. And that's all this is. Ugh. And I see, I see it a so little differently. Scary. I see it as a guy who started looking at uh, COVID and started thinking, you know, I may die because I've got something going on with my health. And apparently something's going on with his health. So he starts, you know, I want to stay away from people. I, you know, it kind but how of, does that translate into Because I think it can make country. you paranoid. I think it can make you paranoid. I think there are a lot of people oh, now who are so scared of interacting with other people that their whole worldview changes. And look, it's not like this guy was any humanitarian before this. Right. Yeah. But I just feel like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying... It just seems weird to me that when you look at these cartoonish tables that yeah. he's sitting at. That Macron table was so long. But he's doing <laughs> that with everybody. No, yeah. no. He's doing it with everybody. He met with his cabinet and he was on Zoom. Yeah. And I, I think he's paranoid. I think the paranoia about getting the virus has consumed him. Yeah. I, I, again, this is pure speculation, but I'm just thinking the table, the well, Zoom. Well, it's not pure speculation. You're looking yeah. at the evidence. Well, and you're trying to come up with something that justifies or rationalizes this sort of action. He's and, crazy. But, yeah, right. And, 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 but it may be because, yeah, we've all, we've all felt that. But then why would right? he do this if he was paranoid? Don't you want less people around you? Now you're getting more people. You're trying to... Well, like, I think it just distorts your whole worldview. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we got to move on. This is... <laughs> this was Gene, a great clip. I know. Gene Simmons, you know, I, I love the guy just because I think he's just so... He speaks his mind. Mm -hmm. He doesn't you know, mince any mince words. He, you know, our, our camera, our, our photog, Melanie, asked him about Kanye mm -hmm. and about what Kanye is doing with Pete Davidson, which is really pretty terrible. That music video was. Is pretty awful. Yes. And, you know, he's, it, it, it feels ominous. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mel asked Gene Simmons, um, what should be done with Kanye? <laughs> No, at a certain point, if everybody misbehaves, a good bitch slap. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was such an asshole. Is that what Kanye needs? Are you going to do it? No. That's possibly. Guy, you've got a roof over your head, you've got food in your tummy, you can do whatever you want. Get a hobby, that's better. Love the mother of your kids and let her make her own decisions. She's a grown-ass woman now and she doesn't need your permission. Getting a Kim look-alike, I mean, it's childish. And it's not fair to this, to this girl, to this girl who happens to resemble Kim. He needs to back off, you know, he's not a bad guy, but this is not even childish. There's something, he admitted, there's something clinically wrong. He said that he should get a hobby. I feel like this is Kanye's hobby. Like yes. Pete Davidson is like so, 
It's like for, that. This is his hobby. First, shout out to Gene Simmons for being as up on pop culture as he yes. is. He knew every beat of this story and what's happening. He clearly is a TMZ fan, <laughs> yeah. right? He knew about the Kim lookalike. He knew about the comments he's made about Kim and Pete Davidson. This is the good he stuff. I mean, he's also been an entertainer for 50 years. Yeah, so what but is yeah, he's but a man of a certain age. Yeah, he's you like know? what, in his 70s or something? Yeah, I mean, like, what kind of 70 year old knows anything about pop culture? God knows. <laughs> I love it. He called Chancey a hand puppet. For Gene Simmons to call you, who's she hears that? That has to like cut at her soul. Like I was like, that is great. So <laughs> he also said before that it was to a long bitch slap Kanye. No, no, it was before he said that he he kind of got into something, and it is kind of interesting because he said, "Look, Kanye is going." He said, "Kanye is going through some sort of a mental struggle." Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then you know, I, I this is why it's so tricky. That, you know, we've been spending the last couple of years finally acknowledging the reality of mental illness, that people can sure. talk about it openly and everything else. And if Gene is right that he is going, that Kanye is going through something, um, it gets tricky to start telling him, we're going to bitch slap you, get a hobby. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, I think it's more complicated than that, but I think it's an issue. Yeah, it's a metaphoric bitch slap, I, right? Yeah. You need somebody to, right. to get some reality into him. But and, how do you do that? Yeah, well, obviously it's impossible, yeah. right? Well, uh, lots of people have tried to talk sense into to Kanye. He's not listening to it or he doesn't care. I mean, we, we've been dealing with this for five, six years now, right? Mm -hmm. And running for president and the whole thing, it's wacky. Because he even said that they try and put him on medication and he like doesn't want to take his meds. Yeah, he said so, that he was well, on he, he told us that here. He yeah. told us that here. Right? Um, exactly. it, 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 it's true. But I mean, look, now that he is divorced from, he is divorced. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is Divorce, but he yep. still dropped that music video, killing he Pete Davidson. He dropped the music video. Now the issue is, does he give up on getting him back? At a point, I think he does. I mean, oh. I, I, you know what? I don't. It's a bitter pill to swallow. She is now divorced from him. It's different trying to save a marriage once it's over. I hope you're right. I'm not optimistic. I think that he has. I think his mental illness that he has acknowledged that he has is fully on the surface, and until that is addressed i don't know that he has the capacity from what we've seen i don't know if he has the capacity to truly step back and allow her to live her life and date who she wants mm -hmm. to date and introduces kids to her his and her kids to a new to a new guy all these normal things that are going to happen she's going to remarry one day and oh god it's it, right <laughs> and maybe it's sooner rather than later right and how's he's got to be find a way to be okay with it even if he doesn't like it yeah, I mean, he, he's never going to like it. Yeah, that's okay. But, he doesn't but, have to like it. But, you know, the issue is they've got four kids. Yep. I don't know. This is, you know, we talk about this a lot, but they are joined to the hip for the rest of their lives. Correct. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to figure this out. And Kim's going to have to figure this out because, you know, you can't just say, oh, well, let's see what Kanye does. If she's going to presumably take control, she's got to figure some way out of this thing too. Yeah. And hopefully it's not through restraining orders and through lawyers and parental custody agreements. I don't think they're going to do that now because I think they're worried it's going to trigger him. Yeah. Well, that might be. That's my, I mean, that, it's just an opinion, but yeah. I, I, I think so. I think you hope right. Kanye moves on. There can only be so many Kim lookalikes. Like, he's already had two of them. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. 
The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. We got to go next to Christine Quinn. This is so frightening. This is, when you think about this, so frightening. Mm -hmm. When you went to sleep last night, everyone, when you guys went to sleep. Put your kids to bed. Can you imagine hearing a knock at the window the way she did and finding what she found? We woke up to noises. The noises started getting louder and louder and we didn't know what was going on. We immediately checked the security footage and outside the master bedroom, which is four feet right here, there was two armed robbers breaking our glass window. The robbers weren't able to break into our house or any of our windows because they're double, triple paned windows. I mean, we take very serious precautions and they left. This was the most horrifying moment of my life. And I want people to know to take this very seriously. This stuff does happen in LA. It's happening all the time. And I don't know what would have happened if they would have been able to get through that glass. So the glass was shattered. When she showed the video of it, it looked, I don't know how they didn't like break it. You could tell that they were probably there for like five minutes. It was so terrifying when you looked at it. And she posted the photos of the guys because she was like, we have 26 cameras in our backyard. They're 4K. And she was like, please help me find them. Because they didn't get in. So did they go like somewhere else like last night or they're like going to go like back to somewhere else? Well, like, remember, remember what happened with the Avant situation with Jacqueline yeah, Avant where they uh, the 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 home invader killed her well, and then and then went to said. another house yeah. and then just went to another house. Well, that's what Christine said. She was like, it was four feet away from my bedroom. If they would have come in, she was like, they would have shot us. Yeah, they would have shot us. And that is horrifying horrifying like and 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 look this is in the hollywood hills above the sunset strip um it's not far from where sean mendes and camilla uh, cabello um had a house where mm -hmm. they had a break-in uh, about a year ago but this is happening it's look it's happening all over the country not even it's, in mansions it's in really LA. It's everywhere. Happening over la and it's just these these robberies and home invasions and violence and just all these problems here I don't know, man. I, the twenty-four-year-old, like last month, and the furniture store got getting stabbed. It's terrible. I, I I was born here, and I just don't remember. I always remember loving L.A. I always loved L.A. Mm -hmm. when I lived here, when I moved away, when I came back. I always loved this city. I don't love it anymore. Hmm. I don't I mean, love it's... it anymore, and it and it kind of breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. But it's just gone to hell. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that, but it is really a very difficult city. It's a difficult city on so many levels that I just don't think politicians have taken care of this city. Um, maybe we haven't taken care of the city, but it's just really depressing. It I, is. I mean, I wanted two nights ago, I really wanted a bottle of wine. I thought I had white wine in the house, but I didn't. You didn't and want I, to go out? Well, yeah. And I live super close to like a grocery store. And I was like, I don't even feel safe to walk 500 feet past seven o'clock at night because I like there's like tents and everything like around like my house now. And I was like, I don't even feel safe to like walk out and I'm not going to pay a $5 like saucy app fee. So I didn't drink last like two years I don't know ago. what to make of this, Courtney. I don't know if this is a good thing it's or a bad, a bad thing. thing. You didn't but, go out at 8 like, o'clock at night to I, get a bottle I of wine. I pay a good amount of rent and I don't even feel safe to walk 500 like feet like past seven o'clock at night. Like it's super dangerous now. Like and yeah. to not like even feel comfortable in your own city. 
It's scary. What's really interesting <laughs> now, just to segue a little bit, it is the, we have a mayoral race coming up, mm-hmm. and it is the only issue. The only issue that is being discussed. The only issue. The only issue that is being discussed in the campaigns. And by the way, and then when it comes to a statewide level, you know, we pay a ridiculous amount in taxes, and I realize that you know taxes fund a lot of these programs and everything else but the way we do it in California that's one of the reasons people are bailing so on a city level it's awful on a state level we have issues yeah and you know i i got to say i want to just go back to something when i was in law school in chicago i lived in an area that was really unsafe at the time it's gotten better but it's, st- it's still tough it's a, it's a tough neighborhood in chicago, chicago. where where university of chicago is where you It's gotten school. a lot better yeah. um but when i was there it was not only dangerous to walk at night, it was unheard of right. to walk Jeez. at night. I lived two blocks from the train. And the idea of walking those two blocks just to go downtown and to do something fun, mm-hmm. you know, on a Saturday night, yeah, just to get out, was unthinkable. Ugh. Unthinkable that you, because I, I didn't have a car. And I, I remember I used to watch the Mary Tyler Moore show on Saturday nights because I was, oh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It was that bad. I was, I, it was unthinkable yeah. to go out. And, you know, and I remember when I moved, I thought, God, I never want to do this again because it was. It's so scary. And and I, I kind of, I'm look, I'm it's not like I'm hiding inside, but it's bringing those memories back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about, God, this city was never that way. Mm. And it just feels like it's being replicated in other cities. It's being replicated in Chicago. I mean, Chicago's having huge problems. Yeah. It's just. I keep going back, though. I don't know. Just to bring it up. The murder rates were much, 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 much higher. I was waiting until you would say this. About four (laughs) times as high in the early 1990s, late 1980s as they are today. So there there is more petty violence and the homelessness on the streets and stuff. It's violence. There, There is violence. It's violence. it's a lot less than it used to be. I just don't. Want, I can't let I it go. Just, I, I really there's no dis, there's no agreement or no. disagreement. I'm look. I say LAPD, the stats. LAPD is saying that Harvey, Robert, Robert, I, L- I know you didn't look at. We had this debate no, the last I time. I sent you the stats. <laughs> no, I know. LAPD is saying that robbery is up all over the city. Uh, uh, They're just saying it. In, in like 1992, there That's, were something like 1,100 murders, and now no, it's I'm like 350. I'm, I'm not talking about murders. I'm talking about <laughs> no. violent robberies. And by the way, it's why. It's the only issue in the mayoral race. Well, the the homelessness is is really the thing. It all does. I, I get it. Crime is bad. No, no crime is good. I just want to keep a little perspective here. That that's all. L.A. is awful. <laughs> it's awful now. It's just awful. <laughs> and I hope it gets better. I hope it gets better. But they got to fix it yeah. because it's awful right now. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson. Yes. This Space is cadet. Exciting. Uh, so Pete Davidson might be going up with Jeff Bezos and blue and the Blue Origin. It's going to happen. You think? I know. Do you think that they were, because ha- they said that they were talking about this when Kim and Pete went over to Jeff before, Bezos' house. Before, yeah. So they went to dinner. Oh, it was before yeah, this? Yep. Kim and Kim and Pete went to dinner at Jeff Bezos' house with Lauren Sanchez mm-hmm. um, at the end of January. But before that, Pete's wanted to go up to space in for years. And there were discussions even before that dinner. We're told at that dinner they got down to it and really talked about it. And he said, I want to go. And Jeff said, I want to send you. So they are negotiating this thing. What I'm told is it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen this year. Yeah. He's going to be so high when he's in that rocket. So Jeff Bezos, he he was a self-made man, came mm-hmm. from very little and has turned himself into the richest man in the world. 
and he is just living like <laughs> we would all live. He's surrounding himself by fun, funny people that he wants to be around. He's like, hey, other rich people might say, let's go on a trip somewhere. He goes, let's go into space. Yeah. And Pete Davidson's like, sure, it sounds great. Well, Michael he Strait, he, like, He's wanted to do this. Yeah. He's really wanted Pete, to do Pete it. Pete has? Or, or, Pete has. Pete has, yeah. And, I, you know, it's it, 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 I, I don't know what you just said. I, I don't want to get off track, but it's true. Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez love Celebrity, yes. yes, love celebrity. He is like a high school kid, yeah. and no, he and is. so is she. When that video of her like fawning over Leonardo DiCaprio at the art gallery is one of my favorite <laughs> it's things. So like, great. like it was so good. I, I, I mean, I don't want to get started on this notion that celebrities just love hanging out with other celebrities because honestly, to me, it feels very precious. Yes, mm -hmm. you know that they're the only people who understand yes. us. Give me a break, right? So does Pete have to break. pay, or is Jeff like gonna front the bill? Because, like, other people have I to don't pay. Know. Bezos slid him an invoice at the end of the trip and said, <laughs> it's $21 million for you, sir. <laughs> Shim, credit. can you pay it for me? <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to be a little cynical here. Yeah. Can't so wait. So Jeff Bezos <laughs> wants to send Pete up, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's a big deal. What goes along for the ride there? What do you mean? Like, what keepsakes or what other person? Come on, guys. You We're think Kim? Yes. Kim is not going. She's not going, but no, no but where will Kim be? She'll be there. Yes. Her and Lauren Sanchez. Oh, yes. In the, like, in the yes. blue suit? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ass in a blue jumpsuit. Oh, that no, but I know what my Halloween no. costume is next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you have, look. She would so be there. She, she's going to the be there with cameras. Yes. The, for her show. <laughs> and you, you know, all of this stuff's getting chronicled for a her show, right? And And by the way, so this and means, I can't wait to watch this it. This means <laughs> Pete Davidson's now roped into the show. Oh, that will be amazing. Well, because on the in the trailers you do see her at SNL because she's like in that pink outfit. So I'm yes. thinking you well, will he, see it at some point. She, she, for her, you don't just date her; you date the show as well, right? You that's yeah. part of the package that you get when uh, you, you date, date her. the show. And guess what else you date? The entire Chris. family. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Uh. I mean, I think Chris Jenner is kind of managing him now. He doesn't have a publicist. Yeah. And from everything that we're hearing, she's somehow involved in managing him. How does that happen? That somebody, I mean, that she's a whoever great manager, her like, kids date, they come within her orbit. How does yeah. that happen? I mean, how does what, that happen? She look so what talented. she's done. Yeah, like look yeah. what she's done for that family. She has two billionaire daughters, and what we started. It hasn't worked out great for the guys. It ha well, Rob's doing fine. <laughs> He's got a sock line. It has not That's worked out great for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, in the hot sauce. Come on. Does Am he I hot sauce? Yeah, he has hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I have a feeling this is going to be announced soon. But he that it, will be amazing. It's, it's going to happen. Okay, let's end. Can you explain this Meghan Markle lawsuit to me? I, I, I mean. Where she's being sued for defamation by her sister. Where's the defamation in this? Well, well the Oprah interview mostly. It's like what did what did she say? Well, she said that uh, Megan said that. By the she way, hasn't before seen her. before you tell me, each time you tell me something, I'm going to say how is that defamation? Go. <laughs> oh well, this should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said that she hasn't seen Samantha because Samantha's her sister suing her. It's the half sister with Thomas Markle, and she said that Megan said that Samantha changed her name to Markle. After she started dating Prince Harry, and that she always, after and that, did, yeah, yeah, and she's always had the name Markle. Okay, how is that defamation? Well, here's another point. She said that <laughs> Megan said that she hasn't seen her to 18 to 19 years, and before that, 10. Samantha says that's not true. How is that defamation? 
She's seen her sister. It, it, the, none of this really rises <laughs> to the level. <laughs> Just to cut to the chase. But she is saying that this pattern of lies that Me Megan has told about Samantha has caused Samantha to lose business opportunities. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that Megan didn't, Megan saw her sooner than she said. I mean, how is that? But well, she also said that. that she didn't have this rag to royalty story. Like, she like grew up like no, fine. And right. how is that defamation? None of those, no, there's <laughs> defamation. But Samantha. Are you gonna go to law school? I, I will tell you, Samantha, you. No, you could answer that. Yes. Samantha obviously hates Megan Markle. There's mm -hmm. no question about she it. She wants to trash her in And this. she wanted, she used this as an opportunity to trash her. In well, didn't Megan kind of trash her? Megan definitely, well, yes, because Megan, according to Samantha, Megan lied about Samantha, said that she they were never close, and Samantha puts all these examples in how they were actually mm -hmm. close. In fact, she says that Megan said that they hadn't talked in 18 years, but Samantha says she actually came to my graduation in New Mexico nine years ago, so how is it we never talked 19 years <sighs> ago? But how, none of it is defamation, <laughs> but I will say, it paints, assuming it's true, paints a really nasty picture of right. who Meghan Markle is. Yes. Isn't that yes. the point? And that this. is the point. Yeah. Clearly is the point that I want to trash Meghan Markle and here's my opportunity to do it. And by the way, it's and in a lawsuit, so, so I can't be you sued. You can't be sued for what you say. Correct. Correct. <sighs> nasty? Nasty. Still, <laughs> Meghan Markle comes out looking bad if this is untrue. I mean, if what Samantha said is true, if what Meghan has said is not true. Because Megan has told this story. She said she paid for Northwestern herself. <laughs> she said she never had opportunities as a kid. She grew up poor. According to Samantha, her father made hundreds of thousands of dollars, sent Megan to elite private schools, gave her dancing classes and acting classes, mm -hmm. and paid Megan's entire tuition and room and board at Northwestern, whereas Megan has said she paid for it herself. If this is all, if what Samantha's saying is true, it makes Megan into a Big old liar. Yeah. It really does. I want Thomas Markle to drop those bank accounts, like receipts yeah. and prove it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, oh, that family. That I mean, family I, is I, a I, disaster. That family is in all of the families. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it's Oprah like the royal family yeah. and them. Right. It's like, oh my God. The Oprah interview was forever ago. So that's why I was like, why is it just coming out now, like the lawsuit? How did Kim not get to date Prince Harry? That would have been the situation for the show. That would have been great. Oh my <laughs> hey. God. Oh my that God. Oh, good. Oh, my God. And the queen curtsies to Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday.